As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And we are back at it. Odell Beckham was back at it. One of the storylines heading into Monday night was a brouhaha between the former Browns coach and current Jets defensive coordinator. It's been well talked about, well documented on Sports Talk Radio. But Odell Beckham had an 89-yard touchdown. That was the highlight. That was the crescendo. And I would say the only really exciting play that took place in the Monday night game. Uh, but that touchdown, the Browns ended up manhandling the sorrowful Jets, but it was not a complete domination situation. Cleveland gets into the win column for the first time after losing and getting smacked around 
by the Tennessee Titans when Baker Mayfield kept throwing interception after interception after interception after interception. And the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck some more. Fireman Ed somewhere drowning his sorrows as the Jets are 0-2. But it was a nice pound of flesh for Odell Beckham Jr. The midweek press conference, the Browns interim coach turned Jets defensive guru, Greg Williams. Lifetime NFL man, man who got suspended in the ridiculous Fugazi Bounty Gate scandal a couple years back. Well, many years now. It's been probably 10 years since that happened when he's with the New Orleans Saints. But Greg Williams refusing to admit that Odell Beckham was a dynamic playmaker. He responded famously with Odell who uh, when asked about that. And then Odell went out and had the big play of the day. So let us discuss now. The better story typically in the losing locker room, but nobody wants to talk about the Jets. That's depressing, right? We, can we agree on that? I mean, who really wants to talk? I mean, we'll talk a little bit about the Jets, but the, the Browns of the story, they're the it team. They're the bell of the ball, the Cleveland Browns. So the question, were you impressed with the Browns getting a dominating 23-3 to win over the Jets? Yeah, not impressed. Not, I'm not easily impressed. A lot of talk show hosts are easily impressed. You hear them all the time. I'm not easily impressed. Maybe you're easily impressed. I'm not. Now, my thoughts, you've got garden variety, craps, and tap water. And we will put all of these things into a pot. We'll cook it for about 400 degrees for 10 minutes or so, and we'll see what happens, okay? See if we have a good meal. Now, A, uh, this was, what if it was college football, we'd call this game a schedule win. It's when you play an opponent, the Jets are like a one double A team at this particular point. And you, you don't get any style points when you beat a pushover. You don't. I mean, you just don't, you don't get extra credit for beating a team that you were supposed to, to take down. And the, the Jets are projected to be a bad team. And the players they had out there were going through the motions. And so the, the Browns did what they had to do, but it was not, even though the final score was 20 points. The, the Browns were – the tempo of the game was not very impressive uh, from my humble uh, perspective. And I, I am on the Browns' bandwagon. I have the Browns making the playoffs. I believe ultimately they will finish with a better record than the Ravens. I know that sounds outrageous because the Ravens beat a couple of tomato cans, the Dolphins and the Cardinals who have a mighty mouse at quarterback there in Arizona. But the, the, the Browns will win their share of games. they got a very difficult schedule here. I say difficult, but it's it's the schedule they had before. They knew the schedule going in before the year and all that stuff. But I, I, they need to play much better. Play like that against the Rams Sunday night, and Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth will be going to garbage time filler in the second half. Much like Booger and his friend. I don't know who the other guys. Booger and his friend were doing. Uh, but the, the Browns play like they did it against the Jets, against the Rams. They'll lose by two touchdowns. It was a sloppy game. The Browns actually cut down on penalties by 10, but still had eight penalties for 70 yards in the game. It was an aesthetically challenged performance for Freddie Kitchens and the Browns in this uh, in this game. Undisciplined, and that was, that was less... Certainly, as we said, less than the opener, but it was a lot of self-inflicted damage that was done. And Baker Mayfield, 
maybe he was busy before the game cutting the grass, even though they have fake grass there in New Jersey. He's a very cocky guy. I don't mind the swagger. I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. Maybe you're not. I know people hate him and want him to fail. But that, you, you have a lot of room to improve. That was a garden variety quarterback performance. And the numbers are misleading because of the 89-yard pass play in the third quarter where the Jets tried, tried to essentially just go on a siesta right in the middle of the game there. Uh, but you, you look at the overall body of work, and, and that enhanced the stat sheet. Without that broken coverage by the Jets and the, the big pass play, Baker Mayfield, the rest of the game, other than that play, averaged less than seven yards per pass attempt. And if you take away the, the big pass play, which was the broken coverage by the Jets, his passer rating would have been at 75. Now, it still wasn't great even with that. It went up to 83, I believe, with, with the, the big play. And yards per attempt jumped all the way up, almost 1.5 yards based on that 89-yard catch. And Odell Beckham gets the last laugh. He averaged 26 yards a catch, again, inflated because of that. In fact, Beckham, because of that catch, outgained the entire wide-receiving core of the Jets. He had more yards by himself than the entire Jets' wide-receiving core. So, uh, anyway, now part B of this, the, the Jets were at the mercy of Trevor Simeon coming in. At the start of the game, we knew the storyline coming in with Mono knocking out Sam Donald. So how did that turn out? Trevor Simeon played like he had his shoelaces tied together at the beginning of the game. And he might have actually had his shoelaces tied together because he uh, it was a football atrocity. He then got hurt. Uh, He completed three passes for three yards. Uh, that was Trevor Simeon's performance. He got knocked out with a leg injury. Looked pretty nasty, pretty gnarly. And Luke Falk came in. It's a big time to be a Washington State quarterback. Somewhere Mike Leach. Never heard of him. Has a big smile on his face in Wazoo because Washington State is quarterback you. It's the cradle of quarterbacks, Washington State. Mm-hmm. You got Gary Gardner Minshew and this guy. Uh, now Luke Falk going out there and playing. But Falk... Even though the numbers would say that he was much better, uh, that's misleading. He was only slightly better than Trevor Simeon. This was a referendum. You know what it's a referendum on? It's a referendum on Adam Gase and the crazy eyes and his coaching staff. Just because Sam Darnold has mono does not mean the train stops moving. The tra- now, the train did stop, but the, trains, the train still has to go down the train. It, it appeared that Simeon and Falk, instead of practicing and going over the playbook, were at a casino playing craps or blackjack or some other card game at a casino. It, they, they looked to be completely unprepared to play in a professional football game. And, and against my better judgment, I took the Jets plus the points. Home dogs historically in primetime games is a money-making proposition. You know, it's, it's that old beware of the wounded bear. Well, in this case, if the Browns were a bear, a wounded bear, they're the bear that didn't have any fight that was ready to die. That's the kind of bear the Browns were in this particular game. Uh, The woe is me approach to this and all this stuff. Lifeless, gutless football. Looked like the, really looked to me like the Miami Dolphins light. It wasn't full Dolphin-esque, but it was on that par. It was the the ultra-soft toilet paper type of performance by the Jets in this game. And Simeon and Falk completely flabbergasted 
from Jump Street, both of them, when they came in. And again, the, the numbers are are misleading in this because Falk's numbers were not that bad. The completion percentage was high. I think it was about 80%. And he, uh, he, he his quarterback rating was over 100. But that is, it's, it's not an actual, actual portrayal of how he played. It's kind of like when you, on a hot day, when you go into 7-Eleven and get a Slurpee and you drink the Slurpee too fast and you get brain freeze. Uh, that's, that's what both Jets quarterbacks played like they suffered uh, from from brain freeze uh, in, in this game, they looked terrible. The eyeball test was was really bad, you know. And then, and then like you look around and say, well, the Browns have some big names on defense. Miles Garrett was the number one overall pick, and Miles Garrett played by a cyborg with three sacks. He had five quarterback hits and all that, uh, and, and three tackles for a loss. But he also had some brain farts with penalties and all that. Uh, makes sense. Now, the, la- the last word we're going to hear from some of the participants. The last word here. So, Sam Darnold is likely going to be out for one month. One month he's going to be out, which means if my Maller math is correct, the Jets cannot beat anyone with those quarterbacks. So, that means the Jets are going to go 0 6 or 0 7 by the time Sam Darnold walks back with his tail between his legs and his IV. All right, so they're going to be like 0-6 or 0-7. It's another lost season. In fact, I would argue, and maybe I'm being too strong here, that drinking tap water from Flint, Michigan, is more enjoyable than watching the Jets play football at this particular point. You would rather have nothing but tap water from Flint, Michigan to drink than watch the Jets. Adam Gase and the entire Jets roster they, 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 you know what they should do? They should go into quarantine with Sam Darnold. They can all get together and sit around and tell stories and roast marshmallows. Uh, it, it's, it's like they have all been hit with this antibiotic-resistant illness, the Jets. It's uh, ridiculous. All right, here's Adam Gase. Crazy eyes right here. And he was asked about, you'll hear the question here, asked about the back and forth between Odell and his defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. Greg, when he spoke to us, said Odell who, and he kind of took issue with someone calling Odell a dynamic player, and then he goes out and does that tonight. Odell, did you have a problem with Greg saying what he said? Yeah, I mean, I, I, unfortunately for you guys, I don't read anything and don't pay attention to any of this stuff, so it's hard for me to comment on stuff that I don't really pay attention to. Well, you know, he did kind of give were you aware of that <laughs> comment? I mean, I was told about it, but I really don't care. That's a good drop, Roberto. I don't read anything. That is a good. That is a professional football coach. Uh, I know you're supposed to say that because all these guys go to the coaching cliche handbook. And you know, a, if you say you don't read anything, then you everything's new to you. And then you say, well, I have to check it out before I answer. It's like after a game when a team plays terribly, say, well, I got to look at the tape. You know, okay, I got to look at the because it gives you plausible deniability. And oftentimes, media people are lazy, just like you know, regular people are lazy, and, and and so they'll forget about it. You know, the, the next day there'll be something else. There'll be some other fire to put out, and they'll forget about what they were asking about originally. All right, uh, here's more. Here's Odell Beckham again. The story here, the uh, Odell who. Here's uh, Beckham. You'll hear the question answer. What was your feelings about what Greg Williams said the other day about he basically said he didn't think you were one of the league's most dynamic players? Who? Oh. Who oh. um, no, nah, I mean, you know, everybody has the right to their own opinion. He's a phenomenal coach. He's got a great defense, but I'm done talking about it. You know, we won, so, you know, I, I just try to make plays to help the team. 
Didn't Odell say that he started this, right? Odell started this by saying that Greg Williams took tried to take him out during an exhibition game. And I like how the media twists this around like it was somehow Greg Williams was the bad guy here. Greg Williams was asked a question about Odell Beckham because of something Odell Beckham had said. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't like Greg Williams all of a sudden said, Odell who? He was responding. Now, it was obviously choreographed. He knew the question was coming because of the stories in the tabloids in New York. But it wasn't like Greg Williams created the situation. It was Odell Beckham who had an agenda against Greg Williams. It wasn't the other way around. All right, anyway, here's a Baker Mayfield garden variety pedestrian Baker Mayfield, who points out what I said, the Browns uh, got some work to do. We absolutely need to play better. I think that's the biggest thing is not losing sight of that a win is a win. Uh, a win is a win. on the road, um, and we needed this one. But, um, you know, field goals early on will take points, but at the same time we need to be able to finish those drives. And so, yeah, we need to play better. I got to tell you something. Baker Mayfield? He can't say he doesn't read anything. Baker Mayfield, anything anyone says about him or writes about him, he knows. Like he has, he must search his name on Google all the time. But he, you know, even here, the, the talk shows at Fox Sports Radio, anybody says anything about Baker Mayfield, he's like responding. He can't be like Adam Gates. I don't read. I, I don't read anything. All right, uh, here's Freddie Kitchens, Country Breakfast. Freddie Kitchens there. You want to eat some biscuits, have some gravy when you hear Freddie Kitchens talk. Big fat guy, coach of the Browns there, who seems happy. Well, it was uh, good to get a win uh, after last week. Uh, I thought those guys showed some resiliency in uh, how they prepared during the course of the week. Uh, they continued just to keep their head down. They blocked out the noise outside and, uh, you know, um, uh, still got a lot of work to do, but uh, a lot of work. It's always better to do it after a win. A lot of work. Whoopty hell. That's why I like the Super Bowl, because after the game, you can't say, you got a lot of work to do. No, you don't have any work to do. It's the offseason. There's no work to do. Now, I'm not going to say he sounds like a country bumpkin, okay? He does not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all, okay? You can say that. I'm not saying that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So Jalen Ramsey is not happy. And if Jalen Ramsey's not happy, nobody's happy, right? That's the rule. That's the rule. Jalen Ramsey has asked through his representation to exit stage right. He would like to be tossed off the boat in Jacksonville and traded to some other town in podunk NFL. He's fine with pretty much anywhere, apparently. Uh, This came after the loss to the Texans on Sunday. So if you have not been paying attention... 
if you've been in some kind of a coma situation, it's a bad job by you, but we are told that the Jags have spoken to multiple teams and they would like a nice chest of gold bars in return. They want a first-round draft pick in exchange for a all-pro defensive back in Jalen Ramsey, a Pro Bowl-level defensive back, and they want that and more in return. That's that's the, the bounty. If you would like to poach Jalen Ramsey and put him on your team, considering that Minka Fitzpatrick, who quit on the Miami Dolphins, a gutless football player, was traded for a first-round pick, you would think that Jalen Ramsey, who hasn't yet officially quit on the Jacksonville Jags, that he would be worth a first-round pick as well. Now, uh, Adam Schefter and some of the other insider crowd, uh, they say that Jalen Ramsey could be traded today, some reports indicate. Now, the reason the timing on this matters is because Jacksonville plays the Thursday night game in Nashville, I believe. I think that's maybe it's in Jacksonville, but it's Jacksonville and, and Tennessee. That's the matchup on Thursday. And I forget where the game's being played, but it's Thursday night. Uh, and so that's the matchup. And so this all stemming from the sideline Donnybrook, the verbal Donnybrook confrontation, bad blood between head coach Doug Marone and the player. Now, Ramsey said whatever magic word he said, whatever combination of magic words, he then walked away from Doug Marone. Marone, though, doing something they teach like umpires not to do. You're supposed to try to defuse the situation. Doug Marone's like, screw that, man. This guy said something about my mama. I'm going to run after Jalen Ramsey. And he, he like ran over to the bench. The head coach of an NFL team, he's like, I'm not going to let you do that to me. You're not going to disrespect me. I'm going to confront you. And then other people had to get in between Ramsey and Doug Marone, the coach of the Jags. So it made for good television and it makes for good talk radio, which is wonderful. We'd like to thank uh, these guys for doing this. So let's discuss the question, how should Jacksonville handle the Jalen Ramsey trade demand now my advice is the uh, advice similar advice i gave pittsburgh they didn't listen to me because they're a bunch of bozos in pittsburgh my advice here to jacksonville is to slow walk this you've got the lion the open secret and the quota and we will line all these things up like dominoes and we will knock them down now to lead off with tom Coughlin does not strike me he's the head of football ops in jacksonville he's the guy that has final say Final cut, if it was in the movie business. But but Tom Coughlin does not strike me as someone who is going to rush into a trade just to make a trade by Thursday. It doesn't make any sense. Most teams wouldn't do that. Coughlin would have no problem, I'm sure, trading him, but he also has no problem making Jalen Ramsey stew in Jacksonville. Making him uncomfortable, deactivating him from the game on Thursday. Ramsey is worth at least a first-round pick and a third or a fourth-round pick in addition. That's at the bare minimum. And you'd like to get a bidding war. That would be the best-case scenario. If someone meets the asking price, then Jacksonville can can sign up for you know UPS or go any, any of the delivery options and deliver like Amazon Prime next day, man, or same day even, get the delivery. Now, as a one-man focus group, bloviating in the middle of the night here behind the microphones of Fox, I've got three teams 
that jump out of the radio. I've got the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the 49ers as possible. These are obvious. You don't have to be any kind of savant of football to pick these three teams. Kansas City's kryptonite is defense, defense, defense. Jalen Ramsey can single-handedly contain one of the top players on the other team. Like, for example, we'll go down like uh, if Jalen Ramsey's playing for Kansas City, they play the Chargers and assuming that uh, the Chargers actually have their guys there, uh, he, he can completely shut down uh, the, the top player on the chart. And you go down the list, you go down the list of the, uh, the whoever. Now, the Raiders don't seem to have anybody who's a top receiver, but the, the point is down the line in the playoffs, if Kansas City plays the Patriots again and they're matched up against Antonio Brown and Edelman, you can at least slow down one of those guys. And considering the Chiefs pick will be near the end of the first round and their quarterback isn't hurt, it makes sense to trade a first round pick. Uh, who cares about that? To get a player who can be a dominant force on the weakest part of your team, which is the defense. And Philadelphia, their weak sauce is also in the defensive secondary. They're pretty pretty stacked up front. And plus, that would be good. Jalen Ramsey's brash prima donna act in the Delaware Valley. Remember the the, the Delaware Valley, the, the, the Philadelphia area, where they've had a to back in the day which was the gold standard for the diva in, in Philly. But they also had Fred X, right? Freddie Mitchell, diva wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson, he's also he's got some diva in him right now. Uh, and then I got Santa Clara, the 49ers, who have been empowered because of this 2-0 start. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. They're feeling their oats right now. They're thinking, hey, we're, we're good because we beat the Bengals and the Buccaneers, but they have a hole in their ozone layer, and that hole in their ozone layer is, spoiler alert, in the secondary, right? So anyway, I mean, you look around, and those teams are obvious. Now, as for those who think Tom Coughlin would never deal with an AFC team, right? And last I checked, Kansas City is in the AFC. Obviously, the Eagles are not, neither are the 49ers. I'm going to disagree. Because right? you look at it, you cannot be a rabbit in these situations. You can't be timid and fearful. You can't be. you got to be a lion, right? It's like that. I, I feel like I'm channeling that college football coach. I want dogs. I don't want cats. I want dogs. Uh, that's what you want. You want lions instead of rabbits in the trading market. If you win the trade, it doesn't matter where you trade the player. The gold standard of this is Bill Belichick, who traded Drew Bledsoe. At the time, considered one of the top quarterbacks in football, although a little long in the tooth, to a division rival in Buffalo. Why? Because he didn't care about what Bledsoe did in Buffalo and having to face him twice a year didn't bother him at all because he knew he won the trade. And the Steelers last season traded in, in the South season, they traded Antonio Brown to the Raiders. Now, it didn't work out for the Steelers. It didn't work out for the Raiders, but they weren't afraid to trade him uh, and these things happen uh, sporadically. You trade within the conference or even within the division. Plus, Tom Coughlin, I, I would think at this point, based on the last couple of years here, Coughlin's thinking that Ramsey's a rotten apple. And 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 so if you trade the booby prize of the trade market and you're like, okay, I, I let him go play, I'll trade him to my division rival. Let him go separate and divide that locker room. 
unneeded distraction. That's what the anti-Jalen Ramsey crowd says, and a hindrance to winning, and he's toxic, and all those big words and adjectives that people use about athletes they don't like. Now, furthermore, even though it has been widely reported as new information, this trade request by Jalen Ramsey, those of us that have been paying attention know this is not some kind of eureka moment where Jalen Ramsey all of a sudden says, I must be traded, I must be traded. Uh, Not that at all. It's not a eureka moment. Jalen Ramsey has been a sourpuss in Jacksonville for a good amount of time here. It's not some big revelation. It's been an open secret to anyone who has bothered to pay attention. Now, obviously, Sunday was the tipping point. But it's not like we weren't tipping that direction anyway. Unless Tom Coughlin was sleeping, taking a nice nap in the press box there and not paying attention. This has been known for months that Jalen Ramsey was unhappy. He was a malcontent. He wanted out of Jacksonville. And if you go back, you don't have to go back in the way, way back machine. You just have to go back in the way back machine to June. Mid-June, Jalen Ramsey declared that the team would not give him an extension this year. And then shortly after that, he said, I ain't giving any kind of hometown discount. I want my money, and I'm not going to give Jacksonville any kind of pennies on the dollar situation. And then about a month after that, he arrived at training camp. Do you remember how Jalen Ramsey showed up to training camp? That's right. In an armored vehicle. He had a Brinks truck that he drove in. Really, it was entertaining. I got a kick out of it. I thought it was pretty funny. And he had some YouTube comedian on there telling jokes with the bullhorn and all that. So that was in July when training camp opened. And then in early August, after training camp had gotten going, he then famously listed the Raiders and the Tennessee Titans as places he would like to play, like teams he would like to play for. The greatness of the Raiders. Yeah, if he's not in Jacksonville. And so then finally we led up to Sunday and the exchange with Doug Marone, the request of a trade, uh, and and that's what's known as reaching critical mass. It is a mess because the Jags play, as we mentioned, the Thursday night game against the Titans. So it's a short week, which means if you're going to trade – Rams, you can do it anytime, but you're more likely to trade him today. To Tuesday is the day to make the transaction if you're Coughlin and you're, you're hell-bent on trading Ramsey. Um, but there's legit interest in this guy. You've got to think that there's, there's five or six teams, and I only named three of them, that would be in on Rams. If not, there's some dumb people running NFL teams. Now, the last thing here. So Jalen Ramsey, I'm not in the he's toxic, you can't win with him camp. I'm not. Uh, Ramsey has been good for my business. He's given me, even on a crap team like Jacksonville, he's given me stuff to talk about a couple times a year, so I thank him for that. I'm very grateful and appreciative of his big mouth. Uh, he's a good player. He's, he's overdosed on the gift of gab. But you can win with guys like this. You know, the argument, oh, you can't win. It's a 53-man team. You can carry a guy like Jalen Ramsey. It takes the right ecosystem. You got to have the proper coach, and those things have to all work together. But I will tell you, there is a quota. There's a quota on how many divas you can have. Like, And, and it might only be one. Bill Parcells, I, I read a book, um, one of the books, Parcells, either he wrote the book or somebody else wrote the book and quoted Parcells. I forget. Uh, pardon me, but... In the, in the quote from Parcells, at least this is how I remember it, which is probably not anywhere near the truth, but that Parcells would say you can have 
I think it was like five guys on the team that are are selfish, me first, diva type players. And and as long as you keep it to around that number, the number five, and then after that, it becomes it tips the locker room the wrong direction. So there's a quota. Like, for example, the Patriots. If I'm the Patriots, now they have a very good defense, and they don't really need Jalen Ramsey, but who cares about a first-round pick if you're the Patriots? Who cares? Trade the pick. Get Jalen Ramsey in there. But you got Antonio Brown. So you're going to mix Antonio Brown and Jalen Ramsey? I mean, you put a reality TV show together there in the locker room for the Patriots? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to have your own YouTube channel in the locker room. So that becomes problematic. But poaching teams like Jacksonville has been a staple of Bill Belichick over the years. So I wouldn't put it past him to to make a trade. But I selfishly, I have two scenarios I would like to see play out. Uh, a, I would like to see Jerry Jones and the Cowboys trade for Jalen Ramsey. And B, if that doesn't happen, I would like to see Tom Coughlin say, you know what? Screw you. We're going to trade you to the Dolphins. We're going to trade you to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Imagine the mouth of the South either landing with Jerry's World, which gets presidential media coverage, the Cowboys, or that that would be an all-you-can-eat buffet of content for us. But on the flip side, it would be comedy gold to see Tom Coughlin play the vengeance card from the bottom of the deck and say, you know what, you're worth a first-round pick. We're going to trade you, though. We're going to trade you for like a seventh and a fourth-round pick to Miami. And uh, Now, Ramsey's contract's coming up. He doesn't get to pick where he's traded to. If Tom Coughlin wants to be the tough guy, the desperado, uh, general manager, executive, whatever, and he can say, I got so much disdain for Ramsey, I'm going to trade him to Miami, which at this point is Siberia with suntan lotion. That's the Dolphins. It's Siberia with suntan lotion is what it is. All right, it's the fifth ring of hell if you're actually trying to win games in the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or... Shoot that! Shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It is time! It's Maller. How about that? Yeah. To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Like a trip to paradise with Koopa Loop. Here we go. Third degree. What's up, Koopa? Ben Dak Prescott made some puzzling comments before the game against the Redskins, according to Fox's Pam Oliver. He said he isn't playing to be the highest paid quarterback and doesn't think that he can ask for that until he's won a Super Bowl. That's right. Ben, weird comments to make when negotiating your contract. Do you think this means he won't be the league's highest paid quarterback? All right, so a couple of things. A, Dak Prescott, uh, he, he is absolutely going to be one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And the question is, should he be one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL? I would I would part ways with you on that, but hey, it's not my money. It's it's his life. That's fine. It's a Cowboys' decision to make. It, it, it's how high up on the totem pole he goes. He's got next. The way this works, the criteria to get paid, if you look at it, who has held the baton as the highest-paid quarterback in recent months and recent years of the eight highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL? Talking guaranteed money. 
Only two of them have actually won a Super Bowl. That's Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Other than that, you got Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins, and Jimmy Garoppolo. None of those guys have been the starting quarterback of a team that won the Super Bowl. Wentz was the was injured when Philadelphia won. They likely would not have won if he had been the quarterback that year because Nick Foles had an out of body experience. So. Yeah, everything's lined up for Prescott. And B, Prescott, he, he is the most popular person. He's the flavor of the month in Dallas. He's played very well against two dog food teams to start the year. But I am not yet on the bandwagon. I'm not. Dallas has played the Redskins and Giants, which combined will be lucky if they win five games this year. These teams are puke. And so let's see how Prescott does. But he's absolutely going to get paid. Now, I would also like to say that I am going to turn down the big money in radio until I win multiple Marconi Awards. Okay? This is the logic of this. So stupid. Although I have been part of a station when I was at the other station in Boston. They did win the Marconi Awards. So I get, I get partial credit for that. All right, next. Now, on Sunday, the Jaguars inexplicably led a scoring drive to potentially tie the game late. Yeah. But Doug Marone decided to go for two and win it all. It didn't work. Now the Jags are 0-2. Ben, would you have made the same call? All right, so, so number one, I don't have an issue going for it on the road in a supposed hostile environment. I don't know how hostile the stadium in Houston is, but that was your shot. Uh, and I like the shot to win the game. The problem I have is the play call. That is a fireable offense. Uh, how unimaginative does one have to be to cook up of all the plays you could run? Of all the plays that have plays off plays and all this stuff, all the different options, you decide to hand off to Leonard Fournette right up the gut? That's your play? You limit your chances of winning dramatically. So that's the problem. The problem is not going for it. The problem is the play they ran. And secondly, the smart money and the smart play would have said, let's leave the ball in Gary Minshew's hands. He's, he's very accurate. I don't know if he's good or not yet, but he's very accurate. Why not have him roll out? You have the run-pass option. Keep the pressure on the Texans' defense. Keep them on their toes there. Instead, Jacksonville gave the game away by running up the gut. They ran a play that was in style in the 1970s and the early 80s. Ground Chuck. The old coach Chuck Knox from a different era of the NFL. Just run it up the gut. It's ridiculous. All right, next. Pathetic. Now, as most baseball fans know by now, Mike Trout is out for the rest of the season. Sorry uh, about that, Koopaloo. Yeah, well, the season was over like three months ago, so it's okay. Yeah, it's true. Uh, however, many analysts still consider him a front runner for the AL MVP. Yeah. Any chance he gets it, Ben? All right, so here's the way I look at this. Now, first of all, Mike Trout, he he has a distinct advantage because the, the baseball media love him. He's got the baseball media in his back pocket. They are just fawning over this guy. They worship him. They're head over heels in love. They want to canoodle with him. They want to have his babies, uh, the the baseball writers uh, of America. So he's not really being pressured. Typically, the way you look at this, you look around, who is having an amazing season on a good team? Well, if you look around, Rafael Devers is having a really good year for the Red Sox, but they're not going anywhere. Jorge Salar has tied Mike Trout in home runs, but he's playing on Kansas City. I can make a compelling argument that that his impact is just as much as Mike Trout. Neither the Royals or the Angels are going to make the playoffs this year, but I think Trout wins it because he'll lose some votes to DJ LeMay and Alex Bregman. Those guys are having good years, but not great years, respectively, for the Yankees and the Astros. Uh, but you know, the, the problem with the, the Trout is the same argument. You know, it's 
Not his fault, but the Angels are eliminated by the time they break camp in the Cactus League every year. They're playing for next year. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Man, I, I thought I was going to be able you, to fill you, you with that last you should, answer, but, but uh, yeah. you pass. That's another way. It's another way. I'm gonna, you know what? Steak for everybody. That's what I'm going to do. How about that? Burgers for everybody. Nice. Little chicken. The whole thing. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, it is time now for Mallers Mountain of Money. Let's play the game right now. Who do we have? We say hello to, let's see here. Let's go to Brad in Maine. Hello, Brad. Hey, Ben. How are you? What's going on? How's everything in Maine this morning? Everything's well. I'm driving all the way up to Presque Isle, so it's been a long night of driving so far. Yeah, well, why are you driving there? Uh, delivering uh, Frito-Lay chips to uh, different outlets out there. Yeah. People need their chips. They gotta have That's the chips. Right. Yeah, you're the man. Yeah. You're the. They don't. They think those chips just magically appear, but uh, somebody has to deliver the chips. Yeah, especially this time of year because you know football and everybody loves their chips with football. So. That's right. Damn right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, hold on a sec, Brad. And I know I was eating chips this weekend. I, I did. I ate a bunch of them. Uh, let's see. Who do we have? Fast Eddie in Ohio. Hello, Fast Eddie. Hey, how you doing, Big Ben? What's going on? How fast are you? <laughs> Well, I'm 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 a little bit slower than uh, Odell Beckham, but I, I'm pretty fast. Yeah, I think I could beat you in a race. Yeah. I think oh, I ben, ben, I don't know. Oh yeah, you want you want to race? Let's step outside. I'll race you right now, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what do you do for a living there, Fast Eddie? Uh, right now, I'm semi-retired, and I uh, like to gamble on sports. Oh, good. All right. I'm not semi-retired, and I also like to gamble on sports. So we have a lot in common. See that? Look at that. There's a lot. It's a small world. Fast yeah, I'm old school, Ben. I'm back in the days of Jihadist John. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. You do go way back, Fast Eddie, man. Yeah. All right, hold on. We got to play the game because uh, not that I don't love playing grab ass, but Coop wants us to play the game. Brad, who do you want to partner up with, Brad? I'll, I'll select you, Ben. All right. It's a good job. But you, Fast Eddie, who do you want to partner up with? You got Eddie, Roberto, or Koopaloop? Uh I think Eddie. All right. So it's Eddie and Eddie. All right. Sounds like a bad morning show. And then, Brad and um, Ben and yeah. Eddie and Eddie. The killer bees. Yes. This is the John Ritter edition of Mallor's Mound of Money. He would have been 71 years old today. Would have been. He died a, li- a while ago, though, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was like uh, 10 yep. years almost, wow. uh, I-, I believe. Uh, the categories are as follows. Three's Company. Problem Child, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, and Bad Santa. Uh, Brad, you were on first. What category would you like? Let's go with Problem Child. All right. And uh, Fast Eddie, what about you? What category do you want to start with? Uh, I guess we'll start with uh, Bad Santa. Bad okay. Santa, okay. Cool. Uh, Eddie knows a lot about that. All right, Brad and Ben, you are up first. Your category is Problem Child. Uh, we need the first and last name of the athletes. These athletes were the problem child of their teams. 45 seconds on the clock. Ready, begin. All right, he was the star uh, of the Steelers. He's now with the Patriots. He stopped Antonio it. Antonio Bryant. Correct. Uh, uh, Terry Brown. Uh, yeah, correct. All right, uh, number 88 for the Cowboys. Hasn't pl- Owens. No, no, number 88 for the Dallas Cowboys. Michael Irvin. Uh, no, keep going. Another one. He just he got injured. He put, tried to come back with the Saints last year. All right, pass. How about the oh, uh, 
the the worm for the I'm sorry. the worm for the Pistons and the Chicago Dennis Rodman. Correct. Uh, MVP for the Texas Rangers did a lot of cocaine. Signed with Josh. The- Josh. Um, Josh. Uh, oh boy. I, All right. Yeah. Mo- moving on. Offensive lineman for the Raiders. He was part of Bullygate. Big fat guy signed with the Raiders now. Richard Cognito. Yes. Uh, uh, how about 49ers linebacker arrested for domestic violence? Mm. No. Right. Uh, you were almost there on a lot of these. Oh, it's very uh, close. On yeah, so many. You, you missed uh, Des Bryant. Yeah. And uh, Josh Hamilton is who you uh, who you needed there. But you got a hundred points. Okay. And uh, we move. Right. We're in the game. We got some skin in the game. Yeah. We move over right, to Eddie and Eddie. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Uh, Bad Santa is your category. These athletes all played with white or gray beards oh. at some point. There it is. 45 Racist. seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. A uh, Hall of Fame Packers quarterback before uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, current kicker with the Colts. He thought about retirement. He was with the Patriots. Yes. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, big man, the big fundamental. He and David Robinson teamed up. Say it again. Yes, uh, just uh, put into the Hall of Fame defensive back with the Ravens. Always had a lot of interceptions and return for touchdowns. Played Ed at the Reed. U. Yeah, you say say it again. Ed Reed. Correct. Uh, Japanese outfielder for the Mariners. Yes, uh, slugger for the A's back in the day. His brother Jeremy also played. He also went to the Yankees later. Say it again. Yes, knuckleballer for the radio. Oh, didn't get that. Doing a great job. Your phone's a little bit. Uh, yeah, if you're on there. if you're on speakerphone, you got to pick it up or the Bluetooth or something because we can't. Right, hurry up, we got to go. All right, uh, Brad, do you want Three's Company or Eight Simple Rules? Uh, simple Rules. All right, these athletes have All likely right. had to fend off other athletes from their hot daughters. All right, here we go. Forty-five <laughs> seconds on the clock. Ready, begin. All right, number ninety-nine, the great one in hockey. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Uh, coach of the Clippers. He used to coach the Celtics. Doc went, Rivers. Yes. Uh, Primetime defensive back in the NFL. Deion Sanders. Yes. Uh, offensive lineman known as Stank. He's uh, played with the Broncos. He's on Fox as well right now. He used to work in uh, ESPN. Uh, Mark. Mark uh, oh, boy. All right. Uh, <laughs> here's a, a very petite quarterback, short quarterback known for flakes. Went to Boston College, the Hail Mary at BC. Yes. Uh, the New York Sack Exchange, not Joe Klecko, but the other guy in the 1980s, uh, big uh, defensive tackle with the long hair and all that. No, uh, Super Bowl MVP Joe, for the Re- Joe Green. No, Super Bowl MVP for the Redskins uh, in Super Bowl 26. Mm. Ah. That's not not ah, enough. It's so not you enough. Got to 220. Oh, Brad, you were so you're like you're dancing around. Yeah, you, <laughs> you missed. Uh, you Mark- cannot stop Eddie and oh, Eddie. Oh, stop, Mark Schlereth is the one that you missed. Mark Schlereth. But fast, Eddie, I think he should be penalized because his phone was terrible. I think he should Even be penalized. Even with a bad phone, we won. No, I don't know no, no, that you no, no, won. No. Let's go to review. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 